everybody. Thank you for joining me. It's Hawkeye Talk with Jimmy Hawk, Season 3, Episode 49. Today's episode is going to be focused on Iowa basketball. But I do want to congratulate a couple of guys who got a win last night for the Los Angeles Rams. Jake Gervas, Alaric Jackson. Alaric, just kind of an unbelievable story. He was a solid left tackle for the Hawkeyes for many years. He's a rookie with the Rams. He was undrafted free agent, made this made the team, actually got some playing time this year, and when he was in there, he did really well. So impressed by him. I don't I don't know if he got into the game. I haven't seen any plays or noticed him being in, so I don't think he did, but not sure there. Uh, Jake Dravas, I did see him running around out there, number 43 on punt returns. So congratulations to those guys. Of course, it meant that that the diesel, Mike Daniels, a longtime pro, did not get a ring with the Bengals. And same with Riley Reef, the big offensive tackle, spent years with the, the Lions and the Vikings, now with the Bengals on IR. But heck of a game, too. I mean, it was an exciting game. Came down to a, a last drive. And uh, Cooper Cup, what an incredible player he is and what a story I think he played at Eastern Washington came out of high school as basically a zero star football player and he has turned into Super Bowl MVP offensive MVP type player just really fun to watch and and also kind of thrilled for Aaron Donald you know guys like that that have been around so long really good player and then Matthew Stafford just the story of just all the years that he had to spend with the Detroit Lions, not many winning seasons, and then he gets to the Rams and, and has such a great year. So that was fun to see. Well, let's go ahead and talk Iowa basketball. It was another really fun Hawkeye basketball win on Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday game. That made the day just that much more enjoyable. And they got the win over border rival Nebraska, although Nebraska – is just so bad. And the Hawkeyes have won 12 of 13 and nine in a row at home against the Cornhuskers. Freddie Hoiberg's team was coming off its first conference win of the season, a home victory over the Golden Gophers, but they ran into a buzzsaw at Carver Hawkeye Arena. And if you know people who like basketball but are not watching these Hawkeyes, they need to get on board just to see the Murray brothers play. Keegan is a likely lottery pick after this season. Just hoping that that Chris continues to develop his game and and he is developing. He's a really good player too. But you know, it'd be really fun to see both Murray brothers in the NBA here in the next few years. But only eight games left, I think it is, and then postseason to see Keegan in a Hawkeye uniform before he takes his skills to the NBA. Assuming he's going to go. I mean, I think everybody's saying he's going to be a lottery pick. And. Just an incredible player. He now has scored over 30 points in two games in a row. Iowa moved into a tie with Michigan for seventh place now in the Big Ten with that win, a 7-6 and six conference record, and 17-7 and seven overall. So the Hawkeyes are getting close to that 20-win mark. Well, these games make me feel a little bit uneasy in the beginning. You know, just Iowa has to win this game. Nebraska is such a bad team. I don't know what Freddie Hoiberg's doing over there. This is year three for him, and he is not turning that team around. They're getting worse and worse. And the Hawkeyes are trying to prove that they belong in the NCAA tournament 
looking to improve that NCAA tournament seed. Just can't afford losses like this at this time in the year. Plus, it's Nebraska, and it's always fun to beat Nebraska and a little bit painful to lose to them in any sport. Well, this game was competitive for the first few minutes. In fact, Nebraska took a lead, 15-11, to 11, with 13 and a half minutes left in the half. But the Hawkeyes just poured it on. And next thing you knew, it was a 26-15 Hawkeye lead. Lead by nine after a 15 to nothing run by the Hawkeyes, capped off by Peyton Sanford's three. Then Iowa got up by 30-17, so a 19-2 point. 19-2 run at that point in the game. The Hawkeyes just ran away with this one. By halftime, it was over. Iowa led 53-25. to Keegan Murray with 24 points, three rebounds at the break. Peyton Sanford with 10 points on four or five shooting, and just eight minutes on the court. Uh, so really efficient. He comes into the game ready to fire away. He is not shy when it comes to shooting the basketball. That's a great trait when you can shoot it well and have confidence. And Jordan Bohannon, seven points at half. Joe Toussaint with some nice minutes off the bench, providing a spark. And if he can do that, the rest of the year off the bench, you know, this is going to work out nicely, having him come into the game and play some inspiring, inspiring defense. Uh, he had two points, three assists, three steals at halftime. He was out there hustling, making winning plays. And poor Nebraska, just 31% field goal shooting for the half. Only scored one field goal in the last six minutes of the half and committed 12 turnovers. That should be a full game. You know, Iowa averages close to nine turnovers a game. 12 for Nebraska at the half. And they they even had a guy, uh, Tony Naga, who shot a half-court three with just under five seconds left in the half. He could have gotten a decent look if he took a couple more dribbles, but he heaved it from half-court, and then the Hawkeyes had a chance to score right before half and, and widen the gap even more. They missed the – didn't weren't able to convert, but really strange play. I guess he just thought there was less time – left than there was, and he heaved it. And the Hawkeyes had almost two seconds left to, to try to get a score. So kind of game it was for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. This was a game with just a lot of fun plays. My personal favorite was a fast break with Joe Toussaint going down the right wing, taking it to the hoop, and then he threw a behind-the-back bounce pass to Keegan Murray for a, a monster dunk. A lot of celebrating going on during that play. And then Tony Perkins... Had a nice dunk on a nice outlet pass by Patrick McCaffrey. Shook the rim. And, I mean, there were lots of Keegan Murray dunks in this game. He is just amazing to watch how he gets to the basket. Defenders seem completely baffled of how to stop him around the basket. He has so many moves. And even big Josh Agundale had a powerful dunk. Shook the whole, the whole hoop with that dunk. And the Hawkeye scoring ended with an Austin Ash three-point basket. It left the TV screen. He had so much elevation on the shot. High Arker, and it rattled in for another late-game Austin Ash three-pointer. Well, complete domination from the stats standpoint. Iowa 51% shooting from the field, 44% for Nebraska. Iowa shot 36% from three. Nebraska just 28%. The Hawkeyes hit 10 to Nebraska's seven three-pointers. Both teams shot well from the charity stripe, and Iowa had 10 steals to five for the Huskers. And Nebraska, 15 turnovers, 
nine turnovers for the Hawkeyes, just right on their season average. They seem to always be in that eight to ten range on turnovers, which is really good for as many possessions as the Hawkeyes typically have in a game with that fast brand of basketball that Fran McCaffrey loves. Well, again, just an unbelievable game for Keegan Murray. A career-high 37 points. He's had 35 points four times in his short career as a Hawkeye. He was 15 of 21 shooting, 3 of 4 from 3, 4 of 5 from the free throw line. And he was named the Naismith Player of the Year Award Player of the Week after two 30-point performances last week. So that was good to see him get that award as player of the week. Jordan Bohannon, 10 points on two of five from three. Also, three rebounds, three assists. And I have to mention the play he made. He was fighting around a screen, and it was well defended by the Cornhuskers. Couldn't get a three off. It was right before the end of the first half. He made a nice move, got past his man. Nice floater in the lane that swished with just right around five seconds left in the half. So nice move there. For J-Bo, we usually just see him shooting threes. Uh, he just seems to be a little bit more into the game and, and just feeling it right now out on the court. And uh, and that's that's good news for the Hawkeyes. Patrick McCaffrey had a bit of a rough game shooting. He was just 3 of 10. He forced some shots inside where he just didn't have a great angle to the basket, but he picked up his dribble, got up in the air, and he was 0 of 4 from 3 in this game. He'd been shooting... From three, quite a bit better over the you know last few weeks, but struggled in this one. Five rebounds and four assists, though, for Patrick. Vrabracha, four points on two of seven shooting, six rebounds. Again, just 21 minutes, so a nice job on the boards, but had a little more trouble finishing down low on Sunday. And then Perkins played 11 minutes, two of three. I mentioned that highlight reel dunk that he had and four points. Off the bench, some guys did some scoring and played some pretty substantial minutes. Peyton Sanford with 12 points, 5 of 8 shooting, 2 of 4 from 3. He had 8 rebounds. You know, he did more than just knock down threes, too. He made some nice plays in the paint in this game and really liking what he's able to bring to the table as far as scoring and rebounding as a long 6'7 inch guard. Mismatched some of those smaller guards and opposing teams. Chris Murray also with 12 points, 5 of 7 shooting, 1 of 2 from 3. He had 7 rebounds. Great game for Chris. Joe Toussaint ended up with just 2 points on 1 of 6 shooting, 4 assists. Played some really inspired defense out there. He also took an elbow to the chin playing some defense on Trey McGowan's. McGowan's was driving to the hoop, and he caught Joe T right on the chin with an elbow. J-Bo went to the line, knocked down 2 free throws. Aaron Euless just played seven minutes in this one. That surprised me a bit, but I guess when guys are playing well, you know, we've seen this. Fran oftentimes sticks with them for extended period of time, and, and Euless has benefited from some of those games this year where he played extended minutes, but, but not in this one. But Connor McCaffrey, also one of four from three. Glad to see him get one to fall in this game. Well, next up for the Hawkeyes, it's a home game against the Michigan Wolverines at 6 p.m., Iowa is on a nice three-game winning streak, and we'd sure like to keep that going at home against Michigan, who's tied with Iowa for seventh place in the Big Ten. They're just 13-10 and 10 on the season. They've had a couple postponements that I think they're going to make up late in the year. But they have a lot of work to do if they want to get to the big dance. And kind of a weird team this year in Ann Arbor. They've beaten 
some good teams like Purdue recently, and they've lost to Minnesota as well, um, and some other teams you just wouldn't expect them to lose to. So really an up-and-down team, and there's going to be a lot of Hawkeye basketball in a short period of time here with the Ohio State makeup game on Saturday at 1.30 in Columbus. Then the Hawkeyes will travel back to Iowa City to host the Michigan State Spartans on Tuesday. So the Hawkeyes are going to have to be ready to do some running. You know, they're going to have three games in just six days. So big stretch for the Hawkeyes with those three games coming up. Let's start it off Thursday night with a win against the Michigan Wolverines in Carver Hawkeye Arena. Go Hawks!